Welcome to the podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a weekly service for anyone of any faith who is seeking hope. You can learn more and find more messages like this by visiting mygatewayfellowship.com. I was thinking about uh, what to say, and um, when I prepare for a message, I have a simple formula that I do. Every time, as long as I've been preaching, as long as I've just done anything, I always have one thing that I do. I don't sit behind a desk and and write stuff out. I go to a park, I take a walk, and I pray. And I say, Lord, please tell me what to say. (laughs) A real complicated prayer. Please tell me what to say. And then I shut up and I try to listen the best that I possibly can. Now, I'm not saying that I've always had it right on the money. But when I was praying that, there's something that's been just moving in me um, all week. And um, it's a simple thought. But it's a powerful and profound thought and something that is essential to our faith as believers in Christ. It is so important to know. I mean, there's so many things like this all throughout the scripture. I think this might be something that gets overlooked, especially for people who may have been on the journey with Christ for some time. Maybe at the beginning when you first met God, if you, if you, if you weren't born and raised in the church, you meet God, you have this encounter with him, and then things kind of turn around. Is anyone like that tonight? Is anyone, was anyone like not born and raised in this stuff? Let me see a hand. No one? Just, just me and you? I'm with you. I'm with you. We weren't born and raised in this stuff. We still look at you guys sometimes like you're crazy because sometimes it is weird. But, you know, we, we came from someplace else, and then we had an encounter with God, and that experience shaped and changed our lives in such a way that you would not recognize us back then. And I'll tell you that for real about me because <laughs> now it's like, you know, the happy little chubby Mexican Back then, you know, I wasn't the nicest guy, you know, but then I, I meet God and there's some things change. And, and Eric, you know what I'm talking about because you've had the same experience. You know what I'm talking about, too. And, and you kind of have this, this revelation of something that you once were being gone and a new reality that is this life with Christ now being made available to you. This is now the new me. But essentially, it's always been me. And you have this this amazing freedom of letting go of the past and feeling this these chains being released off of you. Everything that you've done is forgiven. I you know, I'm just I, I'm I'm made new. And the scripture talks about this. The scripture says something very powerful and very profound, and it's the one verse that we're going to look at today. And it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. It's a very simple verse. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone, and now you're new. Anyone who's in Christ is a new creation. Oh, you guys are good. Let's read it together. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come, with an exclamation point. So you know that Paul means what he's saying here. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The old is gone. And the new has come. 
Can you imagine hearing that for the first time? What? If you're in God, if you take this simple faith, that old person that you used to be, that's gone. And now it's time for a new day. I mean, for some people who have, who have just been born and raised in the church, which is a beautiful thing, I hope I never come across like I'm knocking that because that's awesome. But it's, you, know, you may have heard that, and it may have just never clicked to you. But for someone who has you know, uh, lived out there, I mean, like out there, who was doing things that they really weren't supposed to do, and they were known for doing things that they weren't supposed to do, and then they meet God, and then there's this, this opportunity to let all that stuff go. And say, now there's a new life. There's something so powerful about that. But I think what tends to happen, like so many things, is that we tend to forget these kinds of truths in our lives. We tend to forget them and we tend to start taking down a path of feeling a specific and a certain way. Especially as we've been walking for a while. So I want to talk to you a little bit about this tonight. Is that okay? All right, so let's pray. Father God... We humbly come before you. As the songs say, we surrender all. I surrender to you, God. I'm not worthy to be up here and talk. And, uh, and I guess nobody sitting down is worthy to, to sit and listen. All of us fall short. But by your grace, Lord, and by your love, we come here boldly and we are expecting something new, something fresh, something truly from you, Lord. So have your own way, God. Have your own way. We're trusting in you, and we thank you in Christ's name. Let everybody say amen. I was spending some time and, and just letting this verse kind of go over and over and over in my heart and head. And I think what starts to happen, the reason why this verse starts to lose its power, we're going to get real tonight, okay? The reason why this verse may start to lose its power, maybe not for everybody, but maybe somebody... Um, this, this verse doesn't mean the same thing that it used to mean to you. It's because you have this feeling, this, you know, this start of like, oh my gosh, this is a beautiful, new, loving relationship. And then what happens over time? You know, it kind of starts to lose its spark a little bit. Or maybe, maybe you start to fall back into that old person. And so when you hear a verse like that, you're like, man. I feel like the old has come and the new has gone. Have you ever felt like that? You start this, this, this journey with God and you're invited into a new life, into a new covenant, and you have this, this, this idea that you're never going to fall, you're never going to slip back. Now you're going to just kind of walk this road and it's going to be awesome. And that's, that's, that's wonderful and that's what we want. But let's, let's face it, guys. We still make mistakes. Okay? We still make mistakes, and I'm preaching to you, and I'm standing up here with the microphone, but guys, I make mistakes too. We all do. Turn to the person next to you, give them a high five, and say, I know you made a mistake, and so did I, and I still love you, and now give them another high five and just say, I really mean that. <laughs> Man, oh man, if we were to get honest and be real, even here right in this room, there's a whole bunch of mistakes, whole bunch of mistakes. Whew. I remember that, those, those early, 
early moments and, and months of studying and, um, and, and, and feeling like so on fire for God and, and reading this new stuff about a new life and this idea of an abundant life and, you know, kind of putting away the stuff from the past. And I would read these verses and, uh, and, and stuff like this, and it would just move my heart, move my soul. And then I remember coming across a verse in James, and it says, uh, it's talking about sin, James 4, 17, I believe. And it says, uh, he who knows what is wrong and does it anyway Sins gives a very simple definition of what it is. If you know that it's wrong, I mean, like, you know. And when the Bible talks about, when the Bible uses the word know, just so you understand, it's like Adam and Eve knew each other and then babies were born. I mean, it's like a deep understanding. This is not like, maybe that's wrong, maybe that's right, I don't know, you know, I'm emo, or anything like that. It's like, I really understand this and I'm doing it anyway. That is a sin. And I remember when I, you know, first came into this stuff, I was like, well, you know what? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know all that stuff was bad. You know, I didn't have anything to measure it up to. I was just, I was in the world. I was sinning. I was doing all. And, but now I do know. And man, I have to admit to you guys, since I've been saved, I have sinned. Once. Only once. It's like, No. <laughs> But you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, the truth is just so tough. When you start to, man, he who knows what is wrong and does it anyway, sins. And then you come back to the verse. You know, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. So that, that should be gone now, right? Because you come to God and you feel this, this, this new calling in your life that I know each and every one of us have. I don't know exactly what yours may be, but God has placed a dream, a vision, a purpose in your life, something that he's calling you to, something that he wants to do through you and in you. And you feel this because now the old is gone and the new has come and I can step into my destiny and do what God has called me to do because that, that stuff is in the past now. So I'm going to keep on moving forward. I'm not going to make any mistakes. And then I knew what was wrong and I did it anyway. I have sinned and sin, guys, is a big, ugly, scary word. It's not something for us to take lightly at all. It was sin that destroyed what's going on here. It was sin, sin that started to ruin and manipulate everything that God had planned for us. Sin, sin, sin. It's terrible. Sin, the wages of sin is death. Let that sink into your heart for a moment. The wages, the, the end result of what sin is, is death. And it's scary. That is frightening. That's not something for us to take lightly. And then we come back to James, and he who knows what's wrong and does it anyway sins, and the wages of sin is death, and you find yourself trapped. I, used, I, was, I was a new creation, now I'm back into the old way, and here I am just trapped in all of this. Trapped. So that's the end of our sermon. Have a good night. See you guys next week. It's like that would be terrible, right? If it ended there, <laughs> no. But then you have Jesus. I remember what John said, John the Baptist looking at Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away 
the sin of the world. Jesus came and died for your sin. The song we were singing, this is amazing grace, this is unfailing love. That you would take my place, that you would bear my cross, take the weight and the shame and the filth of my sin on your precious body for me. Took my death and bore it on the cross. And that should have been me up there. That should be me. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And he has a He has a vision, and he has a purpose behind it, and that's to make things new. We hear it in Revelation. He says, behold, I'm making all things new. So right now in your life, you may feel stagnant. You may feel broken. You may feel beaten. You may even feel defeated. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's around the next corner, how you're going to pay the bills, what the doctor's going to say. Your marriage is falling apart. Your kids are crazy. You can hardly hold on to anything. You feel like everything is just falling apart all around you. And Jesus is saying, take a breath. Relax, I am making all things new. Because when I told you that if you're in me, you're a new creation, I meant it. It wasn't contingent upon your mistakes. Here's a truth that we don't want to you know, realize all the time, that God is described as the beginning and the end. He is the alpha and the omega and everything in between. And he knows you through and through knows the number of the hairs on your head or lack thereof and loves you so much, so much. And when he called you into that dream, when he called you into that life, when he called you into that purpose, he knew the mistakes that you would make. That's powerful. It's not a green light for sin, but it's an also, it's an eye opener to us to understand that God's great love goes so much further than our mistakes. It's deep. It's real. It's in the soul. His love never fails and it never gives up. I heard a, I heard a pastor preaching about that, saying about, you know, he was talking about, you know, you hear so many pastors saying these kinds of things. You know, we've got to dive into our destiny. These cool catchphrases, and I love it. I listen to it all the time. But he was preaching about that, going for your dreams, doing all these things, and blah, blah, blah. And he was saying, he was saying that's the exact same thought, that when God called you, he knew the mistakes that you would make. And you can't sin away your purpose. You can't drink away your calling. You can't fornicate your calling away. God has called you to something. He's going to work with you on it, and he's going to bring you into it. And sometimes even the mistakes that you've made, what the devil means for harm, God will use for good. Hear me when I say this. It's not a green light to go and sin because you know what the wages of sin is. So let me make it crystal clear. But what I hate, what I can't stand, what I will walk away from this building from is when people start pointing these fingers. You, 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 sinner, sinner. Bring it right back and look at yourself. Look at, what, look at what Jesus used. Look at the disciples that he called. He called. I mean, just think of the, the coolest disciple with the coolest name in the Bible outside of Jesus is Peter. 
Everyone knows this. He's the best. Everyone loves him. Everyone wants to have his name. And only one of us in here got it, I think. But think about it. I mean, this guy's a, he's rough. Rough. He's there with Jesus. He hears Jesus saying about forgiveness and turn the other cheek. And I, that's something that's always been hard for me. Like you hear that, turn, you know, turn the other cheek. What? Wow, what a concept. Peter's, Peter hears all this stuff. He hears it. He sees. He sees Jesus moving. He sees what, what happens. And then when he gets caught, what does Peter do? He says, give me that sword. Give me that ear. Chop, chop, chop. I'm, I'm going out like a lion. We're going to take him down. Peter made mistakes. He made a lot of mistakes. Peter sinned. But that didn't change what God, what Jesus called him to. He said, I'm going to use you, man. And I, I, I think Jesus knew when he called that fisherman. He said, you know, I know one day this dude is going to chop off that soldier's ear. Come on, Pete. You got the coolest name in the Bible. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? I want you guys to know this tonight, that God has called you to something. And the first thing is a new life. Because the scripture stays true. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. He or she is a new creation. Guys, you're still new. Please understand this. Paul Paul said, I have to die to self every day. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fail. It's going to feel like the world is, is falling apart, but it doesn't, it's not falling apart. God still has it all in his hands. He has your life in his hands, and his love will not fail you. It will not fail you. You can trust this. And just like the song, in death and in life, I'm confident and I'm covered. I'm covered by your love. I'm covered by this. I think one of the best tools that the devil uses is, uh, is guilt. And I think he's very, very patient. He can see that excitement that we might have in the beginning and say, I'm just going to wait on that. I'm going to just let you have your fun right now. And I'm going to come back a little bit later. I'm going to make you feel like garbage. But he can't change the truth because the truth is the truth. think somebody tonight like I said I was on that walk and I walked again this morning and I was praying peaceful peaceful get up early and walk in those woods there's nobody around I probably look crazy if there is somebody around I'm just out there talking again (laughs) but I felt it I felt you know what somebody needs to hear that tonight if, if you're in Christ, the past is the past. And he's calling you forward to new life. He's calling you to new things. He knew the mistakes you were going to make. Let's have a clear understanding of what sin is. It's, it's knowing it's wrong and still doing it. But let's also not stop there. Let's not stop at the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal We don't stop there. We don't end the sermon there. We keep on going. We keep telling the truth because the truth has to get out. Behold the Lamb of God.
takes away the sins. He's taken away your sins. And if you're carrying it around after this talk, I don't know what to tell you because you don't have to. You don't have to. You can have a new start right here, right now, trusting that his love never fails and will not give up on you. I'm going to invite you to bow your heads and close your eyes. Spirit is moving in your heart and you feel that you need that new start again. You need that new start. You may, you may feel like you have to have it all together and you have to have everything right and perfect and you know you made some mistakes even after understanding something was wrong, you did it anyway. You know you shouldn't have done that. You know it in your heart and soul. You shouldn't have done that. But you did it anyway. You know you shouldn't let worry overwhelm you. When Jesus says specifically, don't worry about it. Don't worry. But you do it anyway. And then you carry around this guilt of of brokenness. And uh, you don't know how to, you don't know how to, how to take the next step. And I think the beauty of the gospel is that God can take those broken pieces and change things. Bring them your broken pieces. He can use those broken pieces and glorify himself through your fragmented life and bring it all together. And maybe some of you guys forgot that you are a new creation. You're not that person. If you make a mistake, like the song says, you fall down, you get back up. That's just life. That's just life. You feel the spirit moving on you that it's just time to start over again. You have to join Paul and die daily. Every head is bowed. Every eye is closed. I'm just going to ask you right where you are just to stand up. And we're going to be bold tonight. I'm going to ask you to come down to the front because it's time for a fresh start. And it's not about numbers. I don't get paid extra for people to come down here. It doesn't do anything for me. You don't get extra Jesus points if you come down here. It's just a decision between you and God. If it's something that's moving on your heart and you feel that, that, that spirit just tugging at your soul and saying, you know, it's time for a new start. You need to remember that you are a new creation, that it's not, it's not over for you. It's not over for you at all. That God is still moving. God is still for you. He didn't change his mind once you made that mistake. He didn't stop loving you once you made that mistake. He didn't change his mind. He's still crazy about you and he's got your back. He is not against you. He's for you. You need to know that tonight. You need to know that his love will never forsake you or abandon you. On your side. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9 in Washington, D.C. We'd love it if you came to visit sometime. We meet each Saturday afternoon at 5 at the Mrs. John Hopkins Memorial Chapel at Tacoma Academy in Tacoma Park, Maryland. You can learn more and get directions by visiting mygatewayfellowship.com.